hi everybody this is julissa thank you so much everybody for coming back to my channel and if you're listening in the podcast thank you so much for being here it is january 11 2024 i'm here to follow up on this case that we have been following since 2019 and it is the disappearance of jennifer Dulos. i think if you have come to my channel in the past or you listen in the podcast before you know um and maybe if you follow me on the on twitter you know that i'm always speaking about her about the disappearance of jennifer Dulos. and this case you know um I feel so connected to it somehow, and I know it's because of the proximity. Um, I'm very close to New Canaan, and I go to Waveney Park a lot, right? So um, when I heard uh, that she was missing, and I was like, wow, New Canaan is such a quiet, beautiful town. Like, how can something like this happen? Um, And, you know, I've been, you know, following the case ever since, specifically in 2020, early in 2020, I came to my YouTube channel and told you that Fotis Dulos um, committed suicide and all of that. And I was so such in shock because just months before they finally charged him with um, some type of involvement on her disappearance. And then he kind of like, you know, he, he, he did what he did right and i'm like i'm thinking to myself back then i'm like how can how can they they don't think about the the children you know and i think um looking at everything right and being so involved in, in meaning like i've been following the case for so long um you're like man these people he had like one ejected that day and he was to basically get rid of Jennifer Dulos. Unfortunately, looking at everything that was presented today. So today, January 11, 2024, finally, um, the case is in trial. It specifically, uh, is the case against Michelle Troconis. In case you didn't know, she is Fotis Dulos, um, was Fotis Dulos' living girlfriend. And he actually had a, a petition to his wife, Jennifer Dulos. Um, asking her to allow Michelle Troconis to move in with him in their family home in Farmington with the whole family, like one big happy family. And that to me is just crazy that, you know, hearing all of that, right? Excuse me, after the whole case, hearing all of that and seeing how everything has been unfolding, how can you not, how can you not think for one second that Michelle has some type of involvement in it? this woman you know and this is my opinion only and i go back and forth you know i'm I'm human and you know i believe in god and i see her family fighting for her being with her all the time but it is impossible for me to believe that jenny uh, that michelle Troconis has some type of knowledge of what Foti was about to do or what he did after i mean you this was you know eventually you know they never moving the whole family together but uh jennifer Dulos moved out to new canaan connecticut with her children her five children and then in farmington right after jennifer Dulos moved out uh, with her kids to new canaan uh, michelle Troconis kind of moving with um for this back then right and it is impossible to think that you know that she had no involvement in it. This woman knew that this man was still married, going through a divorce, and also um, was happily going to agree to move in with the whole family together. Let's look at the morality of this whole case. You know, could she have committed what they say, um, 
you know, what happened to Jennifer, whatever. Maybe, maybe not, but did she have some knowledge of it? I think she did. It is impossible for us looking, looking at everything from the outside to believe that she had no idea it is impossible because the only problem between the relationship was Jennifer Toulouse. The only thing is stopping them, you know, because for Fotis, Jennifer Toulouse, uh, towards the end of, you know, they're going through a crazy divorce. Towards the end, she was basically the financial part of him and the mother of of their child of his children, and that was basically it. So she was basically in the way of him continuing having money, and then just you know, being together with her openly with uh, Michelle Troconis. So how can you not think looking at everything and everything that happened before she went missing? How can you not think that Michelle Troconis has some type of idea? There was something that she saw. She lived with Fotis Dulos. They slept together every night. How can you make people believe that you didn't see any change behavior on him? that you didn't see him like planning something days before. You cannot be so oblivious. You didn't even just live with this man. You also were his business partner. You worked together, okay? And you know, they see them, they have footage of her, we all seen it, of them dropping uh, garbage back along Farmington um, in Hartford, I think it was, in Hartford. And she's like, oh, that was just a coffee spill. You know, it's everything is so like, you know, nonchalant. You know, I don't know what that meant. He was doing whatever. I wasn't cleaning Jennifer. I wasn't doing this. Looking at the evidence presented to some of the photos, some of the videos, you see the police nodding noting in the original footage, I think back in May 25th, 2019, when they went in and recorded the whole um, home of Jennifer Dulles, you see them saying, wait, it looks like blood was wiped in here. And then you see the Land Rover having so much blood in the front of it and near, uh, towards the front, the tires and everything. Um, it is impossible to think, you know, that Fotis Dulo did all of that, went back and met with Michelle, and she didn't notice anything changed in him before that happened and days prior. Because when, you know, I'm, I'm like, I'm no criminal expert, but human behavior, wait, you know, you know, when you're, you, I don't have any kids either, but people say a lot that when your kids are quiet, check on them when they're younger, because they're definitely planning something or doing something that they shouldn't be doing, right? So she knew the whole ordeal that they were having with the divorce, right? She actually mentioned that Fotis said, you know, I wish she should just disappear, referring to his wife, Jennifer Dulos. So how can we think that Michelle had no idea what was being planned or what happened afterwards? Okay, I think, you know, it's sad to see her family, to be honest, seeing her family speak now uh, after the first session of the trial um, today, and they're saying, you know, she's an amazing person, she's innocent, all of that. But you, they have to also understand everything that she has done got her to where she's at right now. We're not judging an innocent person picked out of the street and saying, you know, she, this is the one because she looks like, you know, we're looking at what she has done. And we're saying, wait a second, this is impossible because, yeah, she might not harm somebody, but she actually 
got together with the married man and actually live in their home, but and the divorce was not even finalized yet. And this, she heard this man say one time, "I hope Jennifer Dulles disappears." So, people looking out at it from the outside, like us, the public, we're not going crazy or extra judging her and thinking, you know, you're judging an innocent person. We're looking at what she has done. And we're saying, wait a second, you know, that actually makes sense for her to know something about it. It makes sense for her to be in the position that she's at. I'm sure she regrets. I'm sure she learned her lesson. And she learned that not everything, you know, everybody looks good on paper. Fotis Dulos very charming, very professional looking. He actually was using Jennifer Tulo's money, uh, mom's family money, you know, to create this whole thing. You know, it's everything is about image. Everybody can look good on paper. You have to dig deeper and see and see things for what they are. And the mind is a crazy thing. Like everything is created twice. I am a fashion designer. You know, I can only speak for what I know. I can never create a dress without thinking about it first, without sketching it out first. Everything is always created twice. So for him to say at one point, you know, I wish he should just disappear, referring to Jennifer Dulles. For for him to say that, there are other things that he said to Michelle Troconis that she hasn't complained about. And now this has been dragged on four years now. Um, and this family, you know, the family of Jennifer declared her dead this week uh, because they haven't heard from her, obviously, and they know all the blood and all the evidence. And it's so crazy. And then in the trial today, Jennifer, um, Michelle's um, lawyer team, saying they want to suppress all the evidence. They don't even want to call Jennifer a victim. That's dehumanizing. Like, come on, who's, who's agreeing to say that? You already, like got together with her husband like let's just be honest about it i'm sure she regrets everything but this is you have to face the consequences you already got together with a married man and you live in their home without the divorce being finalized and now after he did what he did and she the wife disappeared for so many years now and there are five kids out there without both parents you don't want her to be referred as the victim in the case against, uh, uh, you know, against her disappearance. The only victim in this case, like, well, the number one victim will be Jennifer Dulos. She's the one who never, she did everything the mom did. She, she said, you know, something happened to me is this. You know, she cared for the kids. You know, she dropped them off at school just being a mom. She move out of Farmington to New Canaan, far away. That whole week, this is something, she was terrified about Fotis. Jennifer Dulles was terrified about Fotis Dulles. Even so, that that whole week there, he came to see the children and they were supposed to meet at Grace Farms in New Canaan. And because Grace Farm has a has a very weird schedule, and I know because I've been there many times, they actually close kind of early, even summer days. He missed the timing, and then he he asked if he can meet with the kids that week in the outside in the in the patio, and she agreed. And the babysitter, I believe, was she said that when Fotis went to see their kids that week, Jennifer was so afraid of him 
that she had all the doors locked and she only allowed them to be in the outside with their dad for visiting hours. She was terrified. She didn't even have the doors. Like she had every door locked. Imagine the fear that Jennifer Dulles went through that day that she went missing after dropping her kids off in school to encounter whatever happened in that garage, to see the, the Land Rover with all the blood near the front. It's almost like she kind of tried to get away or something. To see all of that and to see the home, like they show videos of the home, and you see this is not a mom who was planning to be a gone girl type of thing, that she liked to write novels and things like that, nothing like that. This is a mom that just went to drop her kids at school and probably had plans. I don't know if it was Memorial Day that weekend or something or before or after that. And this happened. And it is, it is not crazy for the public looking at everything that happened before that, before she went missing and everything that happened after, for us to say, oh, yeah, Michelle had nothing to do with it. So I really hope that in the next days, you know, um, I, you know, I, it's so hard also, just to be honest, it's so hard to see Michelle Tricones wearing like the translation um, thing in her ears, like, come on, like, you know, <laughs> you speak English one day and the next day you're like, I, I don't understand what they're saying, I need a translator. You know, it's almost like it's the shifting of the attention is driving me insane in that case. This is about the disappearance of Jennifer Dulos. And this woman, Michelle Troconis and her team, said to the inquiry that they don't want to refer to Jennifer Dulos as a victim. They don't want to use the evidence that they have seen. They don't even want to use the photos of the red pickup truck as, an evi as evidence. When they saw the red pickup truck that fought this barrel from one of his employees and he used it to to go back and forth from Waveney Park to um, Jennifer Dulo's home. They don't want to use that. Wow, like that's crazy. So let me know what you guys think. If you guys are following this case, let me know what you guys think about this. Thank you so much for coming back to my channel, listening in the podcast. Have a good night. God bless.